People don't give shit. Welcome now to College Football Extravaganza 9. Joey's here, Davis is here, and we're live. So hop in the chat if you're in the uh, if you're watching on the YouTubes and the Facebooks and the my faces and whatnots. Um, we got a special guest here. I met him in a, at an Orlando vintage clothing pop-up. He does vintage clothing for uh, the Florida Gators, has a bunch of cool stuff. I got this jacket from him and also rocking this uh, other one I found from a Pensacola vintage shop. It was like the 1996 Gator one. So yeah, welcome uh, from Dave's Freshly Used, Joshua Rittenwar. What's going on guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, we had had a little uh, live snafu, but now we are actually live. I'm watching the uh, YouTube live feed right here, so we're <laughs> no, good. good. So, where can people find you? Uh, thanks for joining again. Uh, just plug everything. Yeah, absolutely. No, so unfortunately, I don't have a physical brick and mortar store in Gainesville right now. That's that's the goal one day, but right now, uh, you can catch me online on my website. Is there a way to turn down the music again? Oh my god, I did it again. No, I can turn it. I just do it as an intro thing. No, it's Joey's good. Go, Joey's like, it gets louder every time I talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, check out check out my website, daysfreshlyuse.com, and I do pop ups in Gainesville all the time. I'll, uh, I've been there for most of the home football games uh, set up at Luke's New York Bagels uh, before the game. So, you know, you come get your breakfast, get some your game day outfit, it's a good time. And uh, next, not this weekend, I'll be at Florida, Georgia, but the following weekend, uh, I will be there Saturday and Sunday. Sunday, I'll be at the 4th Ave Food Park. There's a huge vintage market. But uh, yeah, I've been doing this for like 10 years or so now, just everything vintage Florida Gator goodies. Thank you. Yeah, that's Dave's Freshly Used again, davesfreshlyused.com. I got the business card right there. Yeah. And you do trade-ins. I traded like, well, we came to an agreement. We like bargained on the spot. Like it, it was cool. You don't get to bargain that much in America. I got to bargain whenever I went over to China a little bit with some old Chinese lady. <laughs> yeah, that man. was fun. No, it's a lost art for sure. I mean, you know, you can't really go into Best Buy and just be like, will you take any better on this? But, you know, yeah. all my stuff is like, secondhand so you know I, I i usually believe pretty strongly in how i price things and i try and put them at a fair price to begin with but you know usually we can uh try and make something work because i'm not like producing this stuff that there isn't a very specific this is what i have to get for it but i put a lot of time and effort into it and cleaning it and stuff so sometimes i do just have to get a certain amount 
Yeah. So you uh, recently were featured, I guess featured would be the best word, you know, for lack of a better word, featured on uh, ESPN's Eli's Places. So what exactly did you do? I have a clip here. I'm going to play it. But like, what exactly did you do? They contact you and you're like, yeah, I got some cool polos for y'all. Yeah. Um, NFL Films actually hit me up and they were like, hey, we came across your website. Um, we were wondering if you have some of these Spurrier polos uh, that we're looking for. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And they're like, oh, well, do you have this one, like the crazy scale ones? I was like, ah, I do. I was like, I'm not really trying to like sell it. I was like, you know, if it was for something crazy. And she was like, well, uh, you know, this might be the crazy opportunity because she didn't tell me where she was from to begin with. And she told me this spiel. She's like, it's for a show uh, with Steve Spurrier and Eli Manning. She's like, would you happen to have two of them? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't really want to sell them, but um, I'll lend them to you. I was like, I'll let you do, you know, I'll give them to you for free if you can just send them back to me. And she's like, we can make that happen. So, um, yeah, I lent them the stuff and uh, they used it for the show pretty prominently. It's front and center. And I actually got my name in the mentions at the end. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm going to go and play that clip now because it was pretty funny. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted or anything. Um, I'm going to turn the sound off because I think that's what the algorithm gets. And we can just kind of talk over it here. Okay. Ooh, share screen one. Yeah, so here, here are the, the shirts right here. These shirts are sick. One of my favorite Gator polos that a coach has worn yeah. from all time. And obviously wearing your jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so in that Danny Werfel jersey that he's throwing at as well, I also supplied for them. Um, but I supplied them the polos, the visors they're tossing. That's not that the one. Jersey. That's not the one I traded into you, was it? What's that? The polo? The no, oh. the Danny Werfel jersey. Uh, I don't believe it was one of yours because I think this was ah. before we talked. Because uh, ah. they actually hit me back in like April or something. Oh, okay. So um, how much but, more valuable did those become because they were worn on national team? Or I guess it's uh, ESPN Plus, but still. So that guys. that polo and visor is like the Steve Spurrier holy grail to begin with. Like I have people all the time, even before this, like hitting me up for it because it's like his most iconic one. Like every picture you see of him coaching the Gators is like that's one of the ones you see him wearing. So everybody wants it, and it's super hard to find. So – I've gotten a couple over the years, but now since this, like everybody and their mother has been like, Hey dude, like you selling those polos. And I, I don't even know what I want to do with them yet because it's just, it, it's awesome to have something. <laughs> I know it's crazy to actually have something now that I can be like Spurrier actually wore this one and Manning. I guess. Yeah. Some, some like as seen on TV stuff. Like I thought it was cool that yeah. I found this Jersey. That's not even game worn or anything like that. But the no, Warren exactly. Tebow jersey I thought was awesome. And then you have two shirts that, you know, a legendary head coach wore and then a Super Bowl winning quarterback who went to an opposite school wore. So it's kind, of, kind of fun. Yeah, and, like, I was like, I, you know, I don't want an autograph. I don't want money. I don't want anything. I was like, if you could just, like, send me a letter saying they were on TV, which I didn't get, but it's – like it's pretty easy. Oh, boo. Just like I know, but I can match them up. Like I know exactly yeah. like who wore which one because there's like little differences in them and stuff. 
Yeah, that that's pretty cool, man. So that's our guest, everyone. Yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing that with us. Now, I hope you got your locks ready. I did mention we do locks um, every week. Right now, we're gonna go a bit over uh, week eight uh, and s- just tell you how disappointed we are in some of our picks. Uh, if we we gotta have an update here, so uh, I'm thirteen ten and one on picks. I'm in the green. I'm happy because this college football season has been absolutely insane. Um, and Davis, you are six fourteen and one. You're almost on Stu Finer level. Uh, Joey, you're ten ten and one with a win in my lock of the year. So yeah, yeah, with a win in your lock of the one of the one of the ten locks of the years. I should have made the. I should have made the. Uh, the Texas San Antonio pick my lock of the year. Like I was so proud of that. One. <laughs> they did good. Um, do you want? Do we want to take care of the shot game? The shot now. Um, Davis. I, won. I always forget what shot. What so shot we picked that. USC. Davis had Notre Dame. Uh, we might have to take a shot there, Joseph. I'll, I will join you because I have this very fun bottle of Gentleman Jack that Ooh. has my name on it. So. Nice. I will gladly join you as part of it because I'm already there. I have some casual Jose Silver, Silver or Jose Cuervo Silver. So my hair is looking wild right now, man. I need a haircut. Um, and actually, the jacket that you're wearing is from the same series as that polo. Oh, uh, like the like the Steve Spurrier series. Yep, it's from the same collection. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I really this this logo is one of my favorite logos of all time. It's so I was, good. yeah, I was so I was so happy to find that. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's worth getting rid of all these because I really love. Oh, okay, all right, we got we got people hopping in the chats. You see, you seen that? <laughs> hey, that's insensitive. I didn't see what he said, but I see old D Floyd in there. Yeah, that was D Floyd. He said he said you're gay. That's what he said. <laughs> All right. We got a regular. I'm drinking a shot of uh, Bamboo. Yeah, I think it's Lil Wayne and Rick Ross's uh, rum. And it's, you sure you want to drink something from Lil Wayne? It's pretty delicious, man. It tastes like bananas. You could actually sip on it. I'm not a liquor sipper. But scissor? It, no, it's, it's just rum. It's good. Oh, we already doing it? Uh, well... Oh, there we go. All right. So I'm just going to gloat because I'm winning against you guys right now. Oh, that did not sit well. I'm not even going to lie. That one did not sit well. <laughs> Love it. it. It's smooth to sip on if you got some ice, but nah. All right. Cody Reynolds says, go Knowles. Thanks for tuning in, Cody. Yeah, Cody. So uh, shout out to Cody Reynolds, comfy Cody vintage uh clothing he also does vintage pop-up he's the one that originally told me about you and the uh and all your vintage pop-ups and stuff so oh yeah i was like why does cody reynolds sound familiar mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's got some cool wrestling shirts i'm waiting on a like a sean michaels shirt or something like that okay so since we got a guest we'd normally run long in the first place because i go over games like uh louisiana and arkansas state just because joey hates james blackman but we're gonna try and 
trim the fat a little bit. We do have to mention last week, Coastal Carolina losing to Appalachia State. Any any thoughts there? We were watching the game while we were doing the podcast last week, boys. I I was disappointed in Coastal Carolina. They were some cats, not dogs, uh, as we know Coastal Carolina to be. So any thoughts there on that loss? It was just a tough week for my teams that are usually cash cows, Coastal Carolina being one of them. Since he being another, obviously Coastal loses. Um, I mean, I think they'll still be fine. They just they lost all chances of making a big bowl game, I feel like, but you know. Yeah. No, it was a it was a tough one. It was, a, it was one of those back and forth games. I remember we were actually recording the podcast last week when that game was going on. It was like right after we concluded when Appalachian State ended up kicking the field goal to win. So good win on their part. Uh, I hate that for Coastal, though, because I've kind of bought into them in a way. And they sort of did what they did last year. They had an upsetting loss when it shouldn't have happened, and that's what happened this year. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Uh, meanwhile, SMU uh, cruising. They beat Tulane, one of the only undefeated teams left in the country. So they played on Thursday night. Props to them beating Tulane 55-26. to uh, UCF beats Memphis. That that was kind of surprising for me, even with um the new quarterback, Peter. P- nope, that's that's Memphis's quarterback. Who's who's UCF's quarterback now? Dylan Gabriel's been out, so that that's just well, impressive. Yeah, I, no I forget who it is. I, I was watching this guy the other day, and I didn't know who he was. Well, I'm guessing Gus Malzahn is finding lost. some footing with him, right? He, he's finally figured out how to use this guy and not that Memphis isn't like is a, is a bad team, but they're not the best team, but I'm, I'm happy for UCF getting that win. Another uh, Florida team. Memphis, Memphis has lost this year. And this was just a kind of a throw a dart at the board. I didn't really know who was going to win. I think Memphis was favored by two threw a dart at Memphis and it just had no chance from the start. Mm-hmm. As soon as this game started over 14, nothing in the fourth, first quarter. Moving to Saturday, Cincinnati had a scare, number two Cincinnati in the nation, uh, which is already wild to say. Cincinnati's number two in the nation. But Navy took him to the wire, 27-20. to 20. Um, Didn't cover. Nope. Looked like, uh, yeah. what was the spread? It was like, it was 20-something point spread. It was 28. 28, it was 28. Yeah, so surprisingly, they don't cover for what? The third week in a row because we were – on the no, on they, like, cover, they covered two weeks ago. They, yeah, yeah, they, they covered they, they two weeks ago. Um, who they play? Uh, we don't have to go that far. But mm. I, I mean, Navy is a team that always will play a tough team the best they possibly can. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into the Army game soon. But you know these these military teams play tough, and Navy played them tough. Uh, Cincinnati, they're gonna have games where you know they're supposed to blow them out, but it's gonna be closer than you think. Um, and, you know, someone did post on social media the other day. I forget who it was, but they're like – they posted the schedule and they said, how on earth could this team possibly be ranked number two? Uh, you know what? I'd be okay if they were ranked number four. I just want them in the playoff if they finish undefeated because I want to see a team possibly get a chance at making an upset. Putting them in the number two spot, by the way, is pretty interesting considering the matchup they'd have currently. So – uh, I, I'm not going to argue it at all. I love the fact that number two. Also, it's kind of arbitrary. Who really cares I mean, as long as you're one, two, three, or four? 
It, it doesn't really matter. I agree with you, Davis. But um, I right now, you know, everyone thought at the beginning of the season there's so much chaos. It's going to be something crazy. And it doesn't really look like it's going to end up being something crazy at the, the end of the season. I don't think Cincinnati makes it in over a one-loss Power 5 team, especially because their schedule, we talked about at the beginning of the year, looked so strong. It looks so shitty now. I mean, they really have no way – no way to make a statement the rest of the season. It's probably going to be Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma in the playoff. Maybe I, Wake Forest. I don't know, man. I, I If they went out, I think they might still be in there. Oh, I, I think they might. I, I, I mean, might lose another game. I really think they might. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on board with you there. Uh, Dave, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've been watching. Cincinnati's kind of, a, uh, I guess, a quandary because they're a group of five team who – up until like at the beginning of the season, like Joey was saying, had a very strong schedule. They've been cruising through it, and now we're here. And looking back at their schedule and going, mm, is yeah. that an excuse to keep them out of the playoff? Uh, I mean, they do it to UCF and all these other teams, Coastal Carolina and all of them every year. So, I mean, their schedule is a little – well, didn't they play uh, Notre Dame a few weeks ago? Or yeah. 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 Notre Dame sucks. Notre Dame does suck. No offense. <laughs> they, Notre Dame's schedule is just as bad as since season. But yeah. if a Power 5 team plays Notre Dame, they're going to point to that well, game. Like if Virginia Tech went undefeated, they would be like, that Notre Dame name. Can I give a little – Notre Dame got their ass beat by Wisconsin. Wisconsin mm-hmm. stinks. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. It's the other way around. Notre Dame beat the shit out of Wisconsin. Is that what we're talking about? Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, like I, I let's give a little bit more respect to Notre Dame. I feel like you guys are disrespecting them a little too much. I mean, they're not. You guys, they're not the best team. I mean, come on. They they've made the playoffs a couple of times in the last like five or six years, and they get their ass kicked when they get there. Shut up, Cody. <laughs> but they but they also don't play a conference championship, right? No, 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 not this year. Except last no, year they, they did. Last year yeah. they did because they were in the ACC. Look, Notre Dame gets no respect for me at the same time. Like you did, like they would be used as an example of a team we beat if we're if we are a power five team. Now, if you're a group of five team like Cincinnati, everyone's like, oh, Notre Dame sucks. So I think it can't it can't be both ways. Uh going on to the next I'm game. I'm pretty consistent. Uh, I know you're pretty consistent on this one, Joey. Um, so Oklahoma had a tough time with Kansas. and But not for Caleb Williams. I think they lose this game because Kansas had them, what, 17-7 to 7 early on. And, and even up until the fourth quarter, Oklahoma had a 28-23 to 23 lead. I'm about to play a clip for you. This was a crazy play of the week that I saw. Um, Caleb Williams strips the ball from his own player. And gets the first down. Look, he is stuffed. Uh, give me that. First down. And then they go on to score a touchdown there and win the ball game, right? So, yeah, he's like, what the fuck just happened? Look at him. I don't think think I've ever really seen that play happen in my life. Well, it's not going in the dirt, Davis. That's like backyard football stuff (laughs) right there where it's like, you know what? You suck. Give me the ball. I'm just going to take it myself. Yeah, so do you think he saw him right there? His head's, like, looking at his kneecap. Maybe he sees the red of the pants, red, blue. I think Caleb Williams probably yelling at him, give me, give me it, but I had to guess. 
Yeah, yeah. He's probably he's so he's like, give me the ball. Just give it to me. Give me the ball. He's just like whispering to him. Yeah, it looked like he relinquished the ball. Like he was he getting mugged. He had to have. He knew it was fourth and one. The the awareness to let yourself get stripped. Yeah, I, I guess so. But that um, think about how awesome that play is, though. In a way, I think I don't know if Kansas is like the only team you'll ever get away with that play. But that's a pretty awesome heads up play where you see your guys in trouble. So you're just like, dude, give me the ball. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. take the ball from you and just make it happen because none of them expected that to happen. No. So, I mean, I know it was against Kansas, and it's probably one of the few teams you can get away with on making that kind of play. But that's awesome for him to make that kind of play. Yeah, no, I agree. I, heads up play. Um, but like I said, my, they have Spencer Rattler in, they lose. My friend oh, calls us Oklahoma, but just on the flip side. Oklahoma barely edges away with the win every single week, and then we just – barely edge away with a loss these past freaking three times. I, I'm going to protest that because uh, Oklahoma <laughs> has made the playoff how many times and Florida's never made the playoffs, so not enough for us. Yeah, and we weren't way, good. We, we were both, good when the playoffs started. I'm not going to talk trash about any team good now. the playoffs. We're good. Like Notre Dame, them making the playoffs. We're I really not. don't want to talk them as trash. Florida's never made the playoffs at all. But Oklahoma, Notre Dame, they make the playoffs a lot and they never make it past the next round. So start doing that to give yourself a little bit more credibility. And I'm saying that as a Gator fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama takes care of Tennessee, but it was a lot closer than the score indicates, 52 to 24. Last last minute cover on my part, so that was, that was good. That was one of my locks of the week last week. Uh, so – that pushed me over to two and one on the week, which was good on the locks. But it, it was a very close game. Tennessee and um, Heupel, Josh, is it Josh Heupel? Brian Heupel? Yeah, yeah he's the head, no, so. Josh Heupel. He's the head coach. Josh Heupel, yeah. Josh. It, the Tennessee offense looks fine. The G, the defense needs needs some work. So I'm, I'm kind of scared for uh, Tennessee to get good in the East and, and see what they do. Um, we have to play them every year as, as Gators. And Dave, Josh, I remember uh, back when Tennessee was good and it was actually a, a good rivalry game. And now Florida's beaten yeah. them, what, like 16 out of, out of 17, 18 years? Yeah, but it's a trap game every year. Every year it's close. Every, mm-hmm. I mean, we barely scraped by a couple of times. I mean, I was at both of the games where we won on a whim. Yeah, so – Tennessee getting good, not a good thing for any Gator fans. Uh, but Alabama wins this one. Uh, they run away in the second half. Like you alluded to earlier, Joey, Alabama could lose one more game. They could. It's possible. I, I work with a lot of Tennessee fans. Uh, my boss is a Tennessee fan. Uh, they feel like that they were just a couple of plays away from being in this game. None of them thought they were going to beat Alabama. But all of them liked the plus twenty-seven, plus twenty-five points that they were getting. So I think yeah, Tennessee's on the way. They're a lot better than they were last year, and they were, uh, you know, so they're not they're 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 getting they're moving in the right direction. I don't know if they're ever going to be Tennessee again. But. Uh, so I know that I know that Tennessee started the year with Joe Milton at quarterback, which I remember my first glance at him was when he was with Michigan uh, at the Peach Bowl. But is he injured or they just bench him? Like, what happened with him? Because they, they've been playing that guy, Hooker, 
and he's been playing pretty well. Like they move the ball well in the first couple of drives against Alabama. Uh, I mean, I think what I what we all expected, Alabama was going to catch on, adjust, win the game by a lot. But Tennessee came out really good, and uh, they're a good team. I mean, that's the best. I think that's the best compliment I can possibly give them. Uh, they're going to be a bowl team. I have flies flying around. Sorry, but. I, I, this Tennessee team is looking decent. They played strong in Tuscaloosa. If they were in Tennessee, maybe it would have been a little bit closer. But I, I'm gonna. I appreciate their fight. Yeah, I'm trying I, to I look for an answer for you. I call them. A, I call them an above average team, but I, I, I'm not going good yet. I'm gonna go good. Like I think. I, well, here's the deal in college football. I think when you're great, you're 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 the teams that are competing for a national championship every year. If you're just good then you might be making into a New Year's Six if you're lucky. So that means nothing in my I, opinion. I, I, Tennessee is not making it into New Year's Six. No, they're not. So they're yeah, gonna make I it don't, yeah that's, that's where I disagree with you. Yeah. I agree with you on your assessment of good and great teams. I disagree that Tennessee is a good team. If that makes sense. Do you agree to Are we satisfied? Team? Are we good talking about the Volunteers? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. A lot more talking about um, Because the next team is Ohio State, number five team in the nation, and their offense is – rolling right now yeah cj stroud uh sneaking up in heisman talks which i'm not a fan of because i want someone else besides the quarterback to win the heisman this year but um people are saying they're they'll put ohio state over cincinnati right now with the way they're playing do you buy into ohio state's hype or do you think they're the same team that lost to oregon in week two no I, i'm buying into their hype right now um i think they're a much improved team how many teams have lost early in the year and have managed to turn it around um, I think C.J. Stroud, really good quarterback. Um, I would not be surprised if he's at least in New York for the Heisman race, but I don't think he's going to win. I think there's other people that's probably going to be in that race. Um, actually, on that note, it's still sort of up in the air. I really don't know who's going to win the Heisman if it if it came down to Timmy today. Pickett. Hey, not a bad pick. Really, it's not, not a bad picket. Made me look bad last week. But um, either way, um, I, I'm not I'm not judging Ohio State on their loss to Oregon right now. They're number five for a reason. They're winning the way they are right now. You put them up against Oregon today, you may have a, a different matchup. I'm not sure. I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup, actually. But it's a good win for Ohio State, and no, we can't judge them on Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Ohio State's really – I was going to say, they're really hitting their stride. C.J. Stroud has kind of found his groove. Ohio State's best teams, when they win the national championship, they usually lose early and everyone writes them off and they come back roaring. And that's what they're doing right now. So watch out. Nice. You got anything on Ohio State, Dave? <laughs> I want to let you talk. I know you said you haven't been keeping I, up with everything this year, but we got to let our no, guests I, talk. I mean, I was just going to say, like, yeah, like, I don't think you can really judge it off of Oregon. I mean, you really, it's hard to gauge. I, I, after like week three is whenever people have to have their stuff together. Like week one is really rusty. Week two is like, eh, but week three is whenever you should have your stuff together. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't, I, I want to see Ohio state play Penn state and we're going to get to it this week. Cause they are. And this is a big week for the big 10, even though Penn state's not the team uh, they were a couple weeks ago. I still nine I still, overtimes. Yeah, yeah, that game was insane. We can go and skip past Michigan. Michigan beats Northwestern. They have a big game coming up this week. I'm gonna pick that game. It's gonna be one of my locks, I think, even though it's gonna be a tough lock. 
tough lock for me. I might chicken out. We'll see. But Penn State loses to Illinois in nine overtimes. That is an insane uh, game. I, I just want to say, I think that's like the most Big Ten overtime game I've ever seen in my life. An overtime game that took nine overtimes, and yet it was still a low-scoring low game. That's unbelievable. The last time we saw an overtime game that went anywhere near that was LSU Texas Tech or Texas A&M, and that was the highest scoring game I think ever in college football history. So, what was the total length of time but, on that game? I don't know. It it was short because so this is the first game that the new overtime rule applied to, where after two overtimes it goes to consecutive two point conversions, and uh, I believe that they missed twelve both combined. The teams combined missed twelve consecutive two point conversions. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, this game was just terrible. I mean, Penn State, I mean, you you had your quarterback back. That's what everyone was wondering. Is Sean Clifford going to be back? Is he going to be back? If he was back, then they were a 24-point favorite. Everyone was saying they're going to cover that spread if he's back. He comes back, and they lose to Illinois. They can't get six two-point conversions. They missed six in a row. And they lost the movie. They did. My God. Yeah, and it's not unusual this year in college football. We're, we're seeing this all over. At, like every single week, some big team is going down. Some big team is having a scare. So it's just one of those years, man. It's just one of those crazy years, and I'm here for it. I love it because we need a little bit of luck that week. This week is Gator fans. I'm just alluding to that real quick. Um, next game, Iowa State. Talking about upsets. Oklahoma State, one of the only undefeated teams, goes down to uh, Iowa State. Joey, you had Oklahoma State um, plus seven and a half. You win, but Oklahoma State loses. Uh, this one surprised me. Yeah, I thought Oklahoma is, State could get it done. Gambles this was an awesome game. Yeah, I mean, you lose. But I, I did have their money line, too, which kind of hurt. But I bet them double on the spread. So it, 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 I still won money. Um, Oklahoma State looked like they were going to win this game for a while. And then uh, they, their offense kind of faltered. I don't know if you all saw that last play. Uh uh, before halftime where Oklahoma State just tossed it deep and dude was wide open in the end zone. It was a great throw. He threw him wide open, but it was beautiful. Um, Iowa State does this. You know, they beat teams that are high ranked than them. They end up not with nine wins every year. Um, there, there was a reason why they, they were favored. Vegas knew more than us, but they still covered. So Oklahoma State better. You got anything, Davis, on this one? I'm trying to remember which way I went on this because – You didn't lock it up. I did not lock it up. But I, I don't know. I, I would hate to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I thought Iowa State was going to do good. And then I go back to the video and I completely went the other way. So, um, But I, I, I will say at least that Iowa State in the past, like have we forgotten that they'll be a two- to three-loss team, but they will upset an undefeated team? I didn't forget it. It's just like spinning a wheel, though. You never know which year it's going, which team it's going to be, which year. No, exactly. And Iowa State. I mean, yes. I mean, last year they were a great team. They won a New Year's Six bowl game. But this particular team is not as great. But they went back to the way they were before, which is we'll lose a couple of games, but we're going to upset the undefeated team. And that mm-hmm. was Oklahoma State in this one. I have not been sold on Oklahoma State by any means. They're a top 10 team, but never once have you heard me say this team is legit. So they lost. I'm not surprised. 
All right, we got one more game, and then we'll go through some of these honorable mentions last week. Uh, Oregon, this was the college game day game of the week. Oregon beats UCLA 34-31 in the Chip Kelly Bowl. Uh, I mean, Oregon looked good. UCLA fought hard. They but ultimately, hard. the eggshell, eggshell unis got the win. Those, I think those look sick. If we're talking yeah. about clothes, those jerseys were, were sick. I hated them. You didn't like the eggshell jersey? It was like cookies and cream. Yeah, it wasn't my thing, but I did like Oregon. Uh, the, the wrong team was uh, favored in this game. Or, uh, UCLA was a two-point favorite, so it was fun to win money, but he goes stressful at first. UCLA was up 14 nothing before Oregon scored. So, Yeah, I, I'm with Joey on that one, that the wrong team was favored because it was at the Rose Bowl, but – the Rose Bowl, in terms of UCLA, at least in my opinion, that's not a home field advantage that's worth bragging about. It's hard to win at Alabama. You know, it's hard to win at Georgia. But the Rose Bowl is completely different. The Rose Bowl is great when you're playing in the Rose Bowl, not UCLA being the home team. So Oregon winning that ball game, I, I, I think I – but although I, I, I do want to say, I think I remember saying UCLA was going to win that ball game. If I took the numbers, I probably would have gone Oregon. But, you know, either way, it wasn't a game I paid that really much attention to. So I guess what you're saying is, who cares? <laughs> we got the soundboard back. We only got four sounds, though. So we're dealing with it. It's okay. I, I got my four good sounds. We need to switch out uh, one you of have, them. You have three good sounds. I have three good sounds. One of them was supposed to be Kentucky, yes, but it didn't like it, it didn't like the sound file, so we had to not do that. Uh, I want to mention the Ole Miss LSU game. I called that one. I, I didn't lock it. I said Ole Miss was going to win. Um, LSU put on a good fight up until uh, Ole Miss stopped them. It was like a goal line stand or or something early on, and then I think the momentum just kind of drained from from LSU. What what are you shaking your head about? Oh, Ole Miss was up thirty-one to seven in this game. <laughs> uh, LSU scored ten points in the fourth quarter to make it respectable. I said early on they came back. I mean LSU scored first, so that's what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, LSU scored first. I mean, I watched the I watched the beginning of the game, and it looked like they had a lot of fight in them, especially for knowing that Ed O got fired, which we talked about last week, which I'm not a, not a fan of at all. Max Johnson just needs to transfer to FSU. Come home, buddy. <laughs> that that's not out of the question. If you want to talk about that, we can talk about it. I I think it would have. He's got connections. His dad. I mean, his dad played at FSU. His brother's the number one rated tight end in the country coming out of high school. So Max, you transfer. You bring your brother, and let's bring it home, baby. That's a pitch. That's a pitch right there. If I've ever heard one. Junk man Doug would be proud. We can we can show know. Junk, see what he's he says. Uh, he's here visiting right now, actually. <laughs> oh, nice. He's he's what in uh, in Gainesville? No, well, I don't live in Gainesville right now, actually. But uh, he came down to visit me, and we went on a uh, picking trip today. He needed some inventory for the store. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, just free really plug. Cool. Go go check out his new brick and mortar store. Is it on on Stadium Drive? Where is it? No, it's uh, in Tallahassee on Madison Street, uh, a couple blocks down from the stadium. 
Yeah, vintage Florida State clothing. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have him on here soon. And I and I do have some uh, vintage Gator goodies in the store as well. There there is a few. Oh, little hidden well, Gator section. Love it. I infiltrated Tallahassee. Nice. Uh, okay. I hate that. <laughs> well, by Big the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna just just separate thing. I'm gonna text something into the private chat over here. Yeah, uh, speaking of Florida State, yeah, you're next to a link to a Rolling Stone article about uh, Bert. I think it, I, I always get his last name wrong. Bert Kreischer. Oh, Bert Kreischer. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you know, like oh, Dan, that that would be a Bert Kreischer uh, was at Junkman Doug's store. I saw yeah. a picture of that. Yeah, he went by his store the other day whenever he was in town. So yeah, That's but he's cool. there's he an awesome like, clip, and I'm assuming. Go ahead, Davis. I was like, he is the inspiration behind the movie Van Wilder. But Rolling Stone wrote an article about him, and I finally, I actually read it this week, and it's fascinating. So I'm gonna yeah, voted I'm, number one party boy in the nation into, into the chat. Nice. Yeah, Robert, if you get a second, um, there's an awesome clip on Burt Kreischer's Instagram. Uh, he did a comedy show at the Tucker Center, which is at the Chief Basketball Stadium, and he had the the lights go out and all the students with their phones and their lights on doing the chop. While he was hosting the uh, the spear, pretty cool uh, clip. Also, That's we're great. echoing Robert. At least I'm echoing. <laughs> we are. are you echoing? I'll, I'll step back a little bit. Oh, I see it. I see it. I, I can share this. I wish I could go full screen. This is as full as I can get with it. Right there. Is that what you're talking about right here? Yeah. That's, That's pretty. That, There's a video. That is that, a pretty that looks dope like a picture. picture. We don't need to watch the video. Yeah. 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 How does, uh, is, is, how does FSU feel about other people holding up the spear? Is that, like, acceptable, or do they get mad about well, that? Well, Burt Kreischer went to FSU, so we're, he's, he's part of the Yeah, team. for a okay. long time. But, <laughs> yeah, we did go to Yeah, so I looked, at the, I looked at the article. I'm not going to go over it because we got to get to this week's games. Um, yeah. No, you have to read the article on your own time because it's long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I just want to mention Wake Forest and Army. Wake Forest still undefeated. This was a crazy game, 70 to 56. If you took the over, you made money. Um, I, I want to say Wake Forest, Sam Hartman. Yeah, Sam Hartman, though, like they're undefeated. He's playing well. He was on QB1. I mean – uh, they're looking good. I'm not buying into them because they're Wake Forest. I'm just going to hold off and let them do what they want to do. Also, I feel like I'm a curse every time I say I buy into a team. So I'm just going to let Wake Forest do what they want to do. But that was some insane offense on their part, both teams. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm obviously in on Wake Forest. Um, their run defense is terrible, which kind of accounts for look how why Army really? put up 56 points. Yeah, um, but at Wake Forest, you know, with NC State losing, they're they're on a path to the ACC championship. I don't think they, you know, they do have to play Clemson, but I think they can score on Clemson, and Clemson can't score on anybody. So, yeah, speaking of Clemson, they lost to Pittsburgh this week. Kenny Pickett threw for 302 yards, slowly creeping up in the Heisman talks. Kenny Pickett doing a great job. We've been talking about him the last couple of weeks. Uh, this Pittsburgh team pretty good like is, is the acc going to come down to pittsburgh and wake forest is that is that going to be uh I, i'm yeah. gonna hop in i'm just gonna hop in first and just say i was dead wrong i was dead wrong i thought clemson was gonna win 
Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to turn it around. And now all of a sudden here I am thinking, oh, my God, Florida State may have a chance. So that's where I'm going to leave it because that was where the game took me. Yeah, no, uh, Clemson's terrible. It's another week where they have not scored 20 points uh, on a on a team in the FBS uh, in, in that they hadn't gone to overtime in a game that hadn't gone to overtime. Uh, they can't do it. They switched quarterbacks, and they had the same result. Their offensive line is terrible. They just had another guy go out for the season. And Pittsburgh's legit. Kenny Pickett is legit. He threw for 300, over 300 yards and probably the second-best defense in the nation. Um, I don't think Kenny Pickett's just in the Heisman talk. I think he's leading the Heisman talk. So He very well could be. I, I, I'll give you that one, too. Um, I, I just want to see – you know, the Heisman Trophy has become a winning team slash good player trophy. And he's got to win some game. They have to win out, right? If you're Pittsburgh, I don't yeah. agree with this 23 uh, ranking, though. I think they should be higher. They should be in the top 15, maybe even top 10 if you're Pittsburgh. That's that's where I see it as. Um, and I'll, I'll have to take a look at their schedule coming up and see who they're playing. But, yeah, definitely good win against Clemson. And is Clemson down for good, or are they, or are they, uh, are they going to bounce back next year? No, they're not down. Davos is starting to blame injuries, so you hate to see that. Well, you know what you can do with injuries? You can dip into the transfer transfer portal, and I guess this is another news topic we can talk about. Um, Dabo's like, it's not the transfer portal, guys. It's it's our guys. Well, Dabo what? refuses to use the transfer portal. He would talk shit about FSU for bringing in so many transfers. And the guys who are playing the best at FSU are the transfers. And Clemson has all these injuries that they could have tried to fill spots of need, but they didn't, They weren't willing to do that. So, whatever. Well, I, I, that was a clown anyway. Well, I mean, I know why you're saying that. But I, I do think that Clemson is – in a they're in a, they're in a rebuild position. You know, uh, DJ – is a, still a young quarterback. What is he, 20 years old, 19 years old? Like he's still a young quarterback. Freshman or sophomore. Yeah, it would, I guess technically a freshman, but he is in his, he's a second-year guy. And so I think that that guy has shown glimpses of this guy. He has something. And he's, he's incredible. He's an incredibly talented guy. He's huge. He is absolutely huge. So I think there's something there. Um Next year, I think Clemson is going to be a different team, but this is a rough year for them. Uh, but it's also, at the same time, weirdly concerning that they are struggling the way they are. I, I, I'm going to go way back. I know well, I'm, a couple of us here are Florida fans. You know, when Tebow first took over as a starter, they semi-struggled, but they showed that they were really competitive. And then the next year, they won a championship. So... That's the difference between Clemson and that team is that this team isn't even showing that they're competitive. So that's that's okay, the issue you. I have with Clemson right now. You just you you ran me up a roller coaster there, Davis. I, I was about to start going after you about how this Clemson offense is lining up to be one of the worst in the history of the Power Five. Well, I just said yeah, they're not even showing that they're competitive right now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's move on from this Clemson talk, Joey. Since Florida had a bye week, let's uh, we can move on to our uh, our new segment, Florida State Seminole Vesicles. The Florida State Seminole Vesicles. We can talk about them. I, 
I'm just not going to settle for this. Like you're, the insult of the Seminolian tribe is crazy. So uh, next week you're going to have to have Kentucky yes or I'll quit. So, uh, it's, it's from Letterkenny. It's a really good <laughs> sound bike. Florida State Seminole. Oh, I don't know why you hate it. I need to get in that hey. show. I haven't seen it yet. It's a hilarious show. It's on Hulu. I've heard it's funny. I got to watch it. I have to watch it. Yeah. What do you want to I say? Mean, you want you beat UMass. You congratulations. The only, like, the really, like I said last week, there was there's no there's no good like uh, upside to this game. You have to beat UMass like this, or you're a clown. So, you know they did what they were supposed to do. Um, the only thing I'll say is I have a strategy of always betting against UMass and always not betting on FSU. And it was conflicting principles. What do I do? I decided 35 was too many points. So I just didn't bet it. Fucking lost money. So along with Cincinnati losing, always been on Cincinnati, or Cincinnati not covering, Coastal Carolina losing, always been on Coastal Carolina, and not betting on UMass, always bet against UMass. That's three games, three units I lost there. So mm. It's a tough week. Tough. Tough week to be Jay Money. Yep. Gotcha. All right. And that brings us to... Week nine picks and locks and games. Let's so go. tomorrow, Coast Carolina maybe get some redemption against Troy. Probably, I don't know. Who care? Uh, Navy at Tulsa also. Who care? We're gonna run through these. Uh, Cincinnati at Tulane. Cincinnati's got to come back strong here, right? Right, boys. Yeah, I'm on Cincinnati minus twenty-five for sure. Cincinnati yeah. minus twenty five. Now, how on it? How Honestly, on it hate, are you? I even hated the fact that you said like Cincinnati has got to come back. No, they're going to be just fine. Yeah, they're going to minus twenty five. I love it. I'm not locking it right now though, because I want to make sure they have it. So Cincinnati. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I got Cincinnati winning. I don't know about that minus twenty five though. Uh, early in the year, we thought Tulane was a pretty good football team. Um, I think they've proven themselves to be. An okay football team. I think they'll. I think I got Tulane covering that plus twenty five. Dumb. No, it's not dumb. Dumb. Florida State Seminole Vesicles. I, I'll do it all day, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna skip this one. I, I'll quit. <laughs> I'm gonna skip this one because I think it's gonna be the game of the week. Um, Joey, I'll let you go ahead and talk about the Florida State Seminole Vesicles and, and Clemson because they they go to Death Valley and play Clemson. Okay, I'll talk about it. Uh, Clemson stinks. They're really bad. Um, <laughs> here, here's the thing: with Jordan Travis starting a quarterback for Florida State, they average like 38 points a game. Clemson can't score over 17 points. Uh, Clemson's even going to be tough. FSU's offense line is improving. They're not good. But Clemson's offensive line is terrible. And at the strength of FSU's team is the defensive line. Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas are going to get after G.J. Uwe. And uh, even if that second guy <laughs> comes up, <laughs> Yeah, same. It's the, who cares? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, I love FSU plus nine and a half. I, honestly, again, if Clemson's favored by ten or over – 10 points against anybody, I'm taking them. Nine and a half is close enough to 10. I'm taking FSU. But fuck that. Lock me in. Florida State to win the game. They're oh, gonna be- you're locked in, buddy. Florida- They're going to score. If I had to guess, the score is going to be like 24 to 17. Florida State. 
FSU plus nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a side note here. Twenty four to seventeen, and that's a pretty good prediction given that uh, Clemson doesn't really score that often. You know what? I and FSU's I absolutely... defense is playing good right now. You know what? I I love that pick, man. I do. And uh, not even looking at the spread, like according to match matchup predictor on ESPN, they think Clemson's gonna blow out Florida State. And the reality is, is that let's just say Florida State wins this game, they're gonna have an even record. That's the wildest thing. Yep. They're gonna have an <laughs> even record of four and four if if Florida State wins this ball game. It's hard for me to imagine that Clemson's going to have four losses. But at the same time, I that spread of enough makes me think, take Florida State. Take it, take it, take it. Oh, man. Lock it in. Florida State's going to cover. A double lock. A ESPN double lock. has not been talking about this, but Florida State is 3-0 and in the picked era. Jumpman Doug's store opening up. Coincidence? Uh, I don't know. 3-0 in October, baby. Exactly. 4-0 in October. I don't know. Florida State is truthfully looking really, really good right now, and I've honestly been feeling it all week that they are going to pull the upset over Clemson. It's 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 been spoken into fruition. Do you want to guest lock it in? We can guest lock it in if you want. Oh, I'm locking it in. I've been feeling oh. it. I, I hate to do it, but it's there. That's three locks. And, you know, um, let me look at the rest of the schedule. I think I'm going to lock it in, too. I'm locking in Florida State, too. I think they're going to beat Clemson. Uh, so that plus nine is nothing for me. Well, and so Clemson, Clemson's also 0-7 against the spread this season, by the way. So Wow. Because they're getting favored by 14 points and 20 points. And, they again, they don't score more than 17 points. So even if Florida State gets one touchdown in this game, you assume Clemson scores 14 points, maybe. I mean, like I said, FSU's defense line is going to wreak havoc on that offensive line. Nine and a half is free money. Is it nine and a half or is it nine? Nine and a half. Nine and a half? Yep. We'll make those corrections later. All right. Um, yeah, I'm with all you guys. I, I was expecting Davis to be like, Clemson's going to bounce back or something. No, no, he's sold. All right, Iowa at Wisconsin, and it's it's. I I told you it's a big week for the Big Ten, right? But Iowa is pretty much out of it. Iowa's out of it. How are they out of it? The, the, out of it is in the playoff. I don't see a way Iowa gets back in the playoff. They went out. They beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, that's not happening. It's not going to Okay, well, happen. they're not out of it because if they do that, they're going to make the playoff. Well, I got them beating Wisconsin this week. I'm not going to waste the lock on it or anything. Um, Wisconsin beats a Purdue team last week that upset Iowa the previous week, right? So, Or no, no, they upset Pence. Let me look at Purdue real quick. I don't want to be spreading misinformation like QAnon. Uh yeah, I know they got a win over Iowa, 24-7, so I was right. So it's kind of like the transitive property in college football never works. It's not going to work here. Unless I think when, Iowa I want it to. when I want it to, it works. When you want it, do you want it to here? 
No, I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Iowa gets this win over Wisconsin, even though it's at Camp Randall at, at Wisconsin. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I was gonna say that Iowa is a pretty decent team. Uh, still, actually, you know what? Even the other day, I thought about Iowa losing to Purdue, and I got a little like really mad. Like I had a very random moment where <laughs> I thought about Iowa losing, and I just got really upset at that moment <laughs> in time. Um, uh, but no, I think even at Camp Randall, uh, Iowa should win this ball game. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, no, I actually love. I love this game. I think this is another game where the wrong team is favored. Like so, you, you assume that when the home team gets three points, so Wisconsin's still a half point favorite. It, it it makes no sense to me. Iowa is a better team. Wisconsin's on a little bit of a run, but against nobodies. So I think Iowa comes in there and pounds them in the face. Graham Mertz is not a good quarterback. Give me Iowa plus three and a half. Lock it in. Whoa. Whoa, you're locking I mean, it in. I'm not upset about the lock, but the disrespect of Graham Mertz. I mean, next he year, stinks. he might be making you pay. That's what they said last year. They're, that offense is terrible. He was a freshman last year. He was a freshman this year. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no one cares. All like, right. Joey and I every now and then disagree on certain things. And, like, and I'm usually right. Like sometimes, like sometimes it's like we're so opposite. Then we agree, but I think it makes the show better that we disagree. Yeah, I got Iowa winning this game. I'm actually very surprised that Wisconsin's favorite, um, but really it scares me enough to not lock it in. It scares me enough to not. The not, square not plays win. are square plays are winning this year. The ones that look so easy, usually you bet against them. This year they're they're hit. They're hit. You got anything, Dave? You got anything for us on this game? Maybe you've seen I, that I was kind of on the same boat as you. I was, I was really surprised by the Wisconsin favoring. I mean, I thought it was kind of a shoo-in for Iowa, but like you guys have said, nothing's a shoo-in at this point. So, But I'm definitely going with Iowa. Yep. Uh, Texas at Baylor. Um, I'm getting a scam likely call at 8 o'clock at night. That's crazy. They need to calm down. Leave, leave the Indian sweatshops. Um, your car extended warranty might be expiring. I know. I need to take care of that. If her, uh, name's, if her name's Vanessa, just nope. I'm getting a lot of Vanessa's. Dude, that's kind of hot. You're getting calls for Vanessa? Yeah. Hey, this is Vanessa. You need to extend Oh, warranty. fuck that bitch. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I get Vanessa all the time. All the time. I get her all the time. Makes me so mad. And they're all robots See, now. My- you can't even... You can't even, like, tell them to fuck my, off or anything. My credit card company keeps calling me and saying I've missed my minimum payment. It's like, I don't even pay that. So, like, why would they be calling <laughs> I, don't, I don't even do that. Yeah. Uh, Baylor, only three-point favorites over Texas. Uh, Texas playing all right football every now and then. I'm going to stay way away from this pick. Davis and I have this thing where we don't lock in Big nope. 12 or Pac-12 anymore. Nope. Just – we just don't do it. Um, strategy's paying off for me, not so much for David. Uh, I think I'm going to go throw a pick out here. I got Texas. I wanted to pick Texas. That's why I mentioned this game. It's at Baylor. I think we're too – too. I, we've been on Texas all year. They stink. Maybe they stink. Just maybe they stink. Mm-hmm. Baylor. You're going Baylor. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Uh. 
Joey, you like this Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech game? The technical schools. No, Virginia Tech's dead. Uh, they're dead to me. Uh, Georgia Tech, who the hell are they? Um, I no, fuck both these teams. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spite. Pick. That's all I got. I'm spite picking Georgia Tech because every time I pick Virginia Tech this year, they fucked. They fucked me up. They lost every every single time. Agreed. On the show. Yeah. I see. I don't get Virginia Tech, so I, I I'm gonna completely avoid this one because they they've been looking bad. I think as of late, and but at the same time, the next week they could be really good. So I'm just gonna avoid it completely. Mm-hmm. It's like when they they lost to Notre Dame, they just gave up on the season. When they still had a chance to go to the um, ACC championship, and they—they, they, I don't—I don't know. They're playing terrible football. Mm-hmm. They should be favored in this game by ten points, and they're—they stink. Whatever. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with it. All right. Uh, got West West Virginia hosting Iowa State after Iowa State takes down uh, the undefeated Oklahoma State Cowboys. And Iowa's favorite minus seven. That's a pretty good game. Uh, this is the chiropractor game of the week because we have a chiropractor who sometimes watches this show. Uh, he was my chiropractor. He's a West Virginia fan. So anytime West Virginia plays and we mention it, chiropractor game of the week. There it is. All right. Any, any picks? I think I, Iowa State's going to win it. I, mean, I, I picked against them last week. I got Iowa State like, winning this week. I feel like I really need to get my back adjusted. So mm-hmm. – uh, let me get the contact in your eyes. If you want to drive down to Orlando, you can. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot closer than what they're predicting. They have – what do they have? Ohio State by – no, there's – It's uh, Iowa, Iowa State. State Iowa seven. State was oh, – Oh, Iowa State. I thought you were saying the Ohio State game. Mm. My bad. <laughs> That's going to be – yeah. I, I got where you're going with that one. We're going to touch on that one very shortly. Um, I'm not logging no, this one in. I'm not liking it. All I was going to say is I I don't bet for or against West Virginia. I don't bet on overs or unders of West Virginia because they are the most unpredictable team in the history of college football. So, Well said. Um, here we go. 2.30 p.m. on CBS. Oh, no. <laughs> Who cares? That's right. Turn it off. No. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. It's Florida and Georgia, and we got three Florida fans in the house today. Who's so, going to be out there tailgating with me? I wish, man. I'll be working. The I tailgate's will. crazy I, at this game. Have you ever been to? Uh, have you ever been to the game? I have. I've been like twice now. I think this will be my third time. Maybe it's fourth time. Davis and time. I went. In 2018, when we wore all, the all whites, and yeah. it, it was before COVID and everything, so it's just a big, big mob just mushing together of each other. Yeah, uh, that was, I'm gonna is. top off my drink while y'all hallucinate about Florida maybe covering the spread. I, I, no, I, okay, well, I, I don't, I'm not, I never do bet on Florida, so I'm just gonna ignore all that. But I do want to say that. Hey, what the hell? Is your ice machine like right next to your? Joey's ice machine is right next to his <laughs> microphone. Sorry, my bad. I got- we're gonna we're gonna cut him out for a second until he gets no, back. No, so actually it's fun because uh, I was every now and then I look on my Facebook memories and I saw Robert, you and me, mm-hmm. in, or, or in Jacksonville at Rough and Rowdy with my brother and my friend Pat, and we were 
you know, enjoying ourselves. You know, it was a, it was a Are they doing time. another rough and rowdy there? That'd be fun. The bar stool. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be, they're not, they're definitely not going to. I don't think so. Oh, no, they're going to, I so guarantee fun. you, I guarantee you that Barstool is going to be at the Michigan, Michigan State game. And mm. I know we'll get into that, but they're going to be there because obviously Dave Portnoy being a Michigan guy. Um, but also it's, it's, it's hands down game of the week. You know, so it's, it's worth going. But with this game in particular, Florida, Here's my frustrations with Dan Mullen. I love the guy so much, but he struggles with just landing on a quarterback. And so Anthony Richardson is the obvious go-to at this time. At least that's in my opinion. But he won't make a commitment. But I think he will be the starting quarterback for that game because compared to how they played against LSU and when Emory Jones was playing, we had nothing going on until Anthony Richardson came in. And yes, he threw two picks. I'm not blaming him for any of them. The offense was better with him in the game, so they have to start him. Is Georgia going to win the game? You bet your ass they're going to win the game because Florida sucks right now. They suck. There is no reason or point for us at this point to continue to start Emory. So I think Dan's just playing mind games with all of us, and he's just playing coy, and he's like, ah, you know, we're definitely going to play both of them. But I think he's going to announce at last minute that Anthony Richardson is going to be the starter. And if he is, I think things are going to look really good. And, yeah, Emery will play at some point. So yep. both quarterbacks will play. But I think he's putting in Anthony as the starter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Dave. I think I think that's exa exactly what's going to happen um, because – both of them are going to play. We saw who had the hot hand in the LSU game, who brought us back into that game and potentially could have won it for us. It was Anthony Richardson. He does still make freshman mistakes, though. He does still Absolutely. throw interceptions. And that's something that Dan's been saying all along. I have no illusion that I think Florida's going to win this game. But I do think it'll be pretty close if Anthony Richardson starts. I think it'll be a close game. I think he offers something. And... Uh, that Emory Jones doesn't, that sparks up the offense. I'm excited to watch it just for Anthony Richardson and maybe just see the Gators come out super hyped for this game because this is the biggest game of the year. Georgia's number one. Mind you, Florida has played now two number one teams. I wanted to make a comment. How many other teams in history have played a number one team twice in a season? I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm sure it's happened. Maybe Florida State has had to play Miami and Florida back in the 90s or something, or Florida done the same thing with, like, Florida State in another school, like Tennessee or something. Yeah. But other than that, in the regular season, I don't it'll know. Be, it'll be interesting, though, because, like, Anthony Richardson has obviously played. There's footage and stuff of him, but he's never – controlled a good portion of the game so there isn't like a lot of good tape on that so the game could be really interesting yeah as a matter of fact he looked pretty bad against kentucky yeah. uh, well emory jones also looked really bad against kentucky and uh anthony richardson looked bad against vanderbilt so that doesn't that's not boding well for us but it's it's the georgia auburn game played, auburn played alabama and lsu number one mm, what year what, what year was that was that 2012? That doesn't have a year. Just Had to have been 2012 when when Alabama and LSU played twice. 
That's mm-hmm. what I would think. They were like close yeah. the whole year. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's the year that pops up. Anyway, I do have something to say about this game. Um, no, you don't. No, you don't. I, I, Florida State Seminole Vesicles? I, it wasn't even going to be that bad against Florida, but I'm not saying it anymore. So, fuck <laughs> I won't touch it. I won't touch it. You can do it. Just say it. Say what you want to no. say. No, I want. I want you to be able. To, I want you to feel like you can say stuff and not be attacked. This is a safe space to praise <laughs> the Florida Gators. Okay. <laughs> Say it. All right. All right. Hey, my hands are up. My hands are up. I got this new. No, no, we got a soundboard game. back for the first time in like a week. Come on. Yeah. Move to the next game. Come on. Done. Georgia by a million. Anthony <laughs> Richardson's gonna get his ass kicked by Georgia's defense. How dare you? You don't. Hey, you don't say that. Uh, Georgia will score a million points. So <laughs> that's impossible. They can't do it. They'll stop the game. <laughs> stop the game. Uh, Texas. They can't. Georgia doesn't even score that much. They really don't. They will this game. No, they won't. Uh, all right. Oklahoma plays Texas Tech. Uh, Oklahoma was scared last week against Kansas. They had a big scare. Do they have a scare again this week against Texas Tech? No. They are minus 19.5 point favorites. So they just they just uh, fired their head coach, by the way. Uh, mm. That happened yesterday, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> Texas Tech is going to be moving in a different direction. Um, <clears throat> they're going to be – I don't know. They're not going to be doing enough to beat Oklahoma. I mean, I'm not betting on it, but they're going to win the ball game. Yeah, no, Oklahoma's going to win. Uh, Texas Tech, I, I'm not, I never bet a team that uh, fired their coach the last week because you have no idea how they're going to come out. They're either mm-hmm. going to come out absolutely just dysfunctional or they're going to be playing hard, just trying to prove. You know, they're all playing they're – not, it's not the NFL. You're not playing for your job the next season, but you kind of are. You're kind of playing for your spot or your transfer spot or wh- whatever it is. So I like Oklahoma. If, it, if they didn't fire their coach, I'd like a minus 19 and a half. But uh, interesting, I heard Art Bryles might be uh, a contender for the Texas Tech job. That would be. Is he related to Kendall, Kendall Bryles? Is that his brother? That's his dad. His dad. That's the guy who was had Baylor on a roll. Hmm. RG3's coach. Ah, okay, okay. Do you think? I mean, you I know. guess staying staying in the Big Twelve, it's not a bad not a bad choice. Yeah. Um, I was wrongly fired fired from Baylor. I got, I got nothing to say about this game. I think Oklahoma wins in big fashion. I do think they cover, just because of that coach getting fired. But I'm not going to lock it in. Also, another game I'm not going to lock in. Oregon hosting Colorado. They are minus 24 point favorites here, and I I do like it, but I'm just not going to lock it in. I think Oregon covers. I think they they bounce bounce back after a close victory over UCLA. Yeah, it's too many points for Oregon. They just haven't points. been that team to blow teams out. So if I had to bet it, I'd, I, I, I might bet Colorado plus 24. So. You hearing us, Davey? I kind of like that. Davey boy? Yeah, I zoned out. Oh, sorry, sorry. I wasn't. I was, <laughs> this is also Davis. I call him <laughs> Davis all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Oregon's a good team. I like him here. I don't know about that 24 points. That's that's it for me on this one. Anyone else going once? Going twice? Um, oh, I think he's muted. 
Davis? I was going to say Oregon over Colorado. Minus 24 is a little too much. Um, but Colorado looked like, literally looked so bad uh, last week that I'd be tempted, but I'm not going to do it. I think I also I think I swore off Pac-12, so yeah, no way. Um, Joey, you want to touch this uh, Boston College Syracuse for us, ACC coordinator? I, I don't really. Uh, I don't want to touch it either. Syracuse has looked better these last couple of weeks. Boston College is in a tough spot without their quarterback. Um, they're they're going to struggle to make a bowl to finish out the year. Um, so Syracuse minus six and a half is probably a pretty good spread. I wouldn't. You're you're making a fifty fifty bet. You're throwing a dart at the wall if you're if you're in a bet. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a good game right here, I, and I think I'm going to lock it in. Um, Ole Miss at Auburn. I like Ole Miss here. They got Auburn because they're at home, minus three. Uh, every time I picked against Auburn, well, no, not every time. I picked Auburn to beat Penn State. They lost. And then I picked Arkansas to beat Auburn. Auburn won. So I haven't hit on any of my Auburn bets. But this one, I'm sticking with Ole Miss. I think they get the win. And I'm second-guessing myself as I'm doing this, so I'm, like, not even wanting to lock in. I want, I want to hear what you guys say. I'm going to go ahead and lock it in, though. I'm uh, going to go ahead and lock it in and be confident. Yeah, you're, you're trying to burn – with that confidence, you're just trying to burn one, sounds like. But Don't. I have a lot of confidence in this game. As a matter of fact, I have a lot of confidence in Auburn. Completely the other way when it comes to Ole Miss, because I think Auburn is doing some good things right now. They're at home. They're uh, – let me just double-check and make sure I'm getting it right. They are favored by three. That makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm still going to lock it in that Auburn is going to win this ball game by more than three points. Lock it in. Your second lock? I got to go with I mean, Ole Miss on it. Uh, Matt Coral, the Florida could have been. I mean, he's been looking really good. So, I, I'm there with Ole Miss on it. I'm locking nice. that in. We're locking them in. I'm not locking this game, but I um, I mean, what Bo Nix is going to show up? You assume the good one's going to show up because they're playing at home, but that hasn't always been the case. Uh, I like Ole Miss is the better team. Ole Miss should win this game. Ole Miss should be able to outscore Bo Nix, but uh, it's just it's too risky to, to go play the trick or treat game. Halloween coming up. Fuck Halloween. It's the worst holiday. Uh, on the calendar. No, it's not. But um, no, it's yes, not. it is. Uh, I like Old Miss minus, or plus three. Um, <laughs> wrong I think the again. Wrong team's favored. I like the. I think the wrong team's favored. But I'm not. I'm not locking it. So you got you got Old Miss winning this game too. All right. Yes. Good. I'm, all right. Um, uh, we locked it in, so I don't want to put a shot on it. It's not going to be the shot game of the week, but we have to find a shot game of the week. Let me see here. Uh, Kentucky at yeah. Mississippi State. I got Kentucky. Wait, so winning I this. want to hear your guys' opinions on Kentucky. Is Kentucky a team? Yeah, yeah I think they're a decent team. Um, not, you know, they're not a great team that's going to win the they're East. They're good, but they're 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 good. Is this a one year? Is this a one year fluke, or like, is this the new Kentucky oh. standard? Oh, I think I think definitely not the standard. I I think they have a standard of being good, not 
like winning the East good enough. I think that's what they have established is that Mark Stoops has done really good things at Kentucky for the Kentucky standard when it comes to football. It's just not the same when it comes to, you know, what other teams are doing. Mm -hmm. I'm there with you. It's a standard, but it's not the one they're going to live up to every year. I think it's an every two to three year thing. I think what Mark Stoops has got going in Kentucky is every two to three years, you can expect a good Kentucky team when the, when the pieces fall in together. But this game in particular is asinine. I have no idea. Mississippi State started out as the favorite in this game. It's obviously been bet all the way to where Kentucky is a negative minus one point favorite. Why is it only minus one and a half? Yeah, that that perplexes me too. I'm looking at it and I'm like. People just don't believe in Kentucky. They just refuse. They see the name on the logo. They said, when does basketball season start? It's stupid. I'm not just spending a lock on this game. We're going to my second lock of the year. Kentucky minus one and a half. I mean, they're they're going to beat this team by twenty points. It's it, it's crazy. Mississippi State's not a good team. They've had some a couple good games, but they were against. Who? He's a. That's okay. He's out. I'll still lock it in for him. Uh, it did it. Like, he's he's going to blame the app when he gets back. A hundred percent. If he has to blame the app, Davis, you got to take another shot. Um. Yeah. Minus. Let's see. UK. Minus one and a half. I'm going to do the same thing here because I'm not liking any of the other locks. I'm going to lock in Kentucky minus one and a half because I like Kentucky as a team. Um, I like them to beat Mississippi State. Oh, he is freaking out. <laughs> he is so Just mad. go back to Zoom. No, this is go way better. This app sucks. Oh, this is way better. I mean, I like this app because we are allowed to stream as easily as we are so can stream to 30 different social media platforms if we wanted to i didn't even know there was that many um like 35 literally come on that's a lot yeah yeah i'm locking in kentucky as well uh that's my last lock might spend a lock of the year on the game of the week i don't i don't know yet davis you touching this one are you gonna lock it in uh no i'm not Oh, you're saving it? Saving a lock? Oh, That's yeah. What... I, have, I have a lock in mind. Commendable, commendable. Um, Oklahoma State, got any thoughts? Do you, I think they bounce back, get the win over Kansas. I, I think okay, that's obviously. easy. It's not worth wasting a lock on. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other game? Okay, yeah. Ohio State at Penn State. Minus 18 and a half. It, that's right in the middle for me. I think Ohio State's going to cover. I think they're going to cover big time. It's a lot, but in the I don't know, the money lines. I don't. I'm not buying the money line either. Um, it's a lot, even at Ohio State. Close enough for me to want to deal with. I already know what I'm spending the last lock on anyways, so um, I'm just not really for that 18 and a half spread at this time. At least not at home, and also I just already know what I want. You got Ohio State winning the game, though. Oh, yeah. They're going to win the game. Probably by two touchdowns, but the 18 and a half is what scares me. Okay. My claim to fame on this show is uh, predicting that the first show we ever did, predicting that Penn State would lose by one point to Ohio State. Um, I mean, I just this game's always too close. It's always closer than they think. Even Again, it is at Ohio State. You don't like that. But Penn State's a better team than they showed last week. Eighteen and a half is high. Penn State at their at their height 
is a you know playoff contender. I don't know their playoff caliber, but their playoff contender. <laughs> so uh, I, I like them uh, plus eighteen and a half. Um, I think they're going to bring their game here. You wanted to pick the Ohio State earlier, Dave, so I, I was going to give you a chance to pick it. It was like I incorrectly was starting to say before. I mean, I definitely believe Ohio State is going to win, but that spread to me is just kind of crazy. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I don't know. I would touch it if I had to, but it's Big Ten. Also, it's Penn State, Ohio State. Crazy stuff happens. All right. Any other honorable mentions before we get to the game of the week? Yes. Yeah, my go ahead. Last, my last lock of the week. So Lock it BYU, up. BYU is playing Virginia. Virginia has one. We're talking about quarterbacks. Like Brennan Armstrong is going crazy right now, mm-hmm. and no one's looking at him. He's thrown for over 3,000 yards. He has like 28 touchdowns to six interceptions, and he's playing BYU. Y'all know how I feel about BYU. You know, a little family connection there. They're too busy soaking. <laughs> Either way. Dude, Virginia's going to win this ball game, And I, I, I saw the spread earlier. I'm trying to get it to load. My computer's acting weird. But Virginia's covering that spread. It's you, want me to, you want me to tell you? Yeah. If I tell you the spread, you gotta you got to admit that they soak. No, I, no, no I'm never going to do that. But I, I, I saw the spread <laughs> they earlier. They soak, dude. They soak, bro. Man. Anyways. I'll lock it in for you. It's two and a half minus two and a half. I don't know what's so hard about admitting or plus two and a half. Sorry. You got Virginia. Look, it's, it's a little different when your sister-in-law just graduated from there and her husband is on the football team. So, and Robert, what's so hard is what's getting soaked. <laughs> oh, it, just watch watch any Mormon show ever if you're confused about what we're talking about, or just go on TikTok. I think it's Google TikTok it. thing. Google. I don't know where where yeah. they even learn about this stuff. I wanted to mention it, but while you were uh, mentioning Heisman again, uh, completely backtracking, but. If you want to see a really good episode of something, uh, the show that my stuff was featured on Eli's Places, there's a whole episode about Heisman campaigns, and it's really interesting uh, how what they talk about and how a lot of people have actually won the Heisman and how like people who weren't really the best, but they had the best campaign won it. Hmm. Kind of like elections. Yeah, no, it, it's actually a huge thing, which I never – really new uh it's really interesting definitely check it out if you have ESPN plus i watched that whole episode uh where your stuff was on and and it was a pretty good episode they went all across the country from uh chip kelly and ucla all the way to like texas and then it was weird how they did the gator stuff in new orleans Uh, i don't i think it was because of covid but I, i guess i don't know why because florida was open i think at the time of shooting so i was kind of confused about that too yeah and now new orleans is like super locked down and like super show your vaccine stuff right in in louisiana so yeah i don't know florida had wasn't really i it was april uh, 
I mean, we're yeah. probably more open than uh, Tulane or where is that? Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, it's New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, I don't know. I was confused as well because I offered to hand deliver the stuff to them, but they wouldn't really tell me the location. And then she was like, well, it's uh, probably further away than you are. And I was like, okay. That, it's, that was just weird to me. I was like, what are we doing in Tulane Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Questions for ESPN. Is your budget not big enough, Disney? Come on. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention this game uh, just to get on Notre Dame's good side. I think Notre Dame uh, is going to beat North Carolina. They're hosting North Carolina. Um, Joey, you might have something to say about North that. Carolina stinks. Yeah, they do stink. North Carolina is so overrated. The spread yep. is minus three and a half for Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that all day. Uh, Pitt Miami. I'd like to mention that because Miami's defense is atrocious, and Kenny Pickett could have a huge game here, and it really could. If he does, if he comes out and throws for 400 yards, which I think is doable, um, I mean, Heisman campaign is off and running like we're talking mm-hmm. about. Keep it on topic. Also, uh, Pitt started out as an 11 and a half point favorite. It's down to nine. I think it's all due to Miami's performance last week, which I would never financially recover from. Um, they, <laughs> that, was, that was a tough one. NC State was tough. Uh, but that that kid from uh, Miami, the quarterback, Van Dyke, he's played three games. Um, after three games, people kind of figure you out. I kind of like plus our pit minus nine. So I almost said piss. I like that too. Pit, pit for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that pick. Pit. I'm pit. with you. The pit pick. I'm with you. And that brings us to. The college football extravaganza week nine game of the week. It's for Paul Bunyan's axe, Michigan Wolverines at the Michigan state Spartans. There's been some great moments in this rivalry game. It's. Number six versus number eight. This is a chance for Michigan State or Michigan, either or, either team, to make their playoff argument to me. And then they also have to play like Ohio State down the road. So so after this game, it's not over for whoever wins this game. Me in particular, I am going to pick Sparty. This is my lock of the year. I'm picking it lock of the year. Because of Kenneth Walker the third, I think he has a huge game. He is one of my favorites to win the Heisman. This guy has been running over every single team he's played this year. I think Michigan might be the better team, but because it's at home, because um, because Sparty gets up for this game, it's a rivalry game, and because of Kenneth Walker the third, I think Sparty gets this win. They have uh, Michigan State at plus four. So if it's by a point, if it's by a field goal, I'm okay with that. So I got Michigan State plus four. Man, I just I, – I can't trust Michigan yet. Uh, they've, they've been so bad for so long. Not bad, but so average for so long. Um, until they beat Ohio State, I'm not willing to believe in them. But the issue is with this game, Michigan State's offense is terrible besides your Kenneth Walker. They're, all, they're almost Clemson level, to be honest, with the uh, 20 – 21, 24 points is their max. Um, it's tough. This is I know this is a game of the week, but it's tough because I really don't like either of these teams. I don't believe in them yet. I know they're 7-0. Um, so what what I'll do is I'll take the points. 
in that kind of game. I'll take Michigan State plus four. So mm-hmm. I I like Michigan in this ball game. And you know, Michigan, I you know, for a team that in the past had always been so well respected, people are now really hesitant to give Michigan a decent ranking. And so am I. So am I. But they're and they're at Michigan State. And I think my biggest gripe with this game is that why is it at 11 a.m. Central Time? We're in Central Time, by the way. So oh. noon Eastern. Why is it so early? Man, I wish they played more night games up north because that'd be, I think the hype is there for a good game. It's too cold. It's so early. It's so early. And yes, it's going to be pretty cold, but so early. I wish they'd play later games. But Give me Michigan in the ball game. They're going to come into Michigan State. It's going to be tough, but they're going to win the ball game. And I've already used all my locks, so I don't have to worry about locking it in. Give me Michigan. I'm going to make this our shot game, also, since we didn't pick a shot game. This is the shot game. Davis, this you're on Michigan. Good shot game. Good Joey, shot. you and I are on Sparty. I'm good, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. Dave, you got one lock left. Do you want to use it on another game? You want to use it on this game? What games are left? What haven't we touched? Well, this is the last game we're going to talk about, but I wanted to give you an opportunity oh, to use it no. wherever, you, wherever you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that you got, like, I, I thought it was a pit or a lock for, like, each game, but... No, it's yeah, okay. We just keep three for us. No, no, no. So, yeah, this was another one that I, I really have kind of no idea how it's going to go. I mean, I I guess I, I usually pick the upset in these scenarios, so I'm just going to have to go with Michigan State. I love it. Yeah, I love the upset here. It, it That's a great way to start off Saturday. Upset, two undefeated teams, rivalry game, Sparty wins. I, I'd love to see it. Hopefully they have something up their sleeve. Um, you know what? I'm switching my pick. I think this is a game that Michigan comes out and beats them. Switching, switching the pick? It. I just looked at it for too long. I just can't. I don't believe in Michigan State. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like it. I believe in Michigan more than I believe in Michigan State. Michigan State. Or Michigan, sorry. See, I'm with you. I, I, I do too, but I think this particular game, it's going to be like the Iowa State and and Oklahoma State situation. I think Sparty does do what they do sometimes. They play that defense, and all they need is the students to get there a little earlier than normal, be a little drunker than you normally are, get rowdy, get the stadium loud, because Michigan State and Michigan tends to be you, quiet. Start tailgating at 7 a.m. Start tailgating. How how rowdy do you get when you're tailgating at 7 a.m. and it's 30 degrees outside and you go to the game and it's 50 degrees? How rowdy do you get? Oh, you get your beer you freezes ra- before you drink look, it. Look, liquor early, and that's that's how you beat the Wolverines. That's what I'm saying. You got to be hyped for this game. If 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 the crowd's not hype, if the atmos- if if Michigan State comes out lackluster, they're not going to win this ball game. But it's at home. That's your only advantage. I'll give you three points. That means that means they're still underdogs by a point. I'm taking them. I, I feel it. I feel it. All right. With that being said, I'm going to let our guest plug plug his stuff one more time. Thank you for joining us again. I'm going to put the music on. Maybe maybe it'll be better background music this time. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, thank you guys for having me. But, yeah, I'm Dave from Dave's Freshly Used. If you guys are ever in the market for anything vintage Florida Gators clothing, I didn't do a very, gob- very good job of wearing something cool, but we got an old uh, – Pride of the Sunshine, Florida Gators marching band shirt. 
what Robert is wearing was supplied by Dave's Freshly Used. So yeah, check me out on Instagram. Check me out uh, my pop-ups in Gainesville around town. Be on the lookout for those. Check out my website, davesfreshlyused.com. I'm on Twitter, davesfreshlyusd. And that's probably all the plugs. But yeah, nice. and I, but in me and Junkman Doug will probably be doing a very cool UF FSU rivalry drop in the coming weeks. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I, I just gave you a follow on Instagram. Thank you. I'm going to take a Appreciate peek at all your stuff. Looks good. <laughs> ben Scarborough hopping in here last second, say the Gator suck. All right, Ben, get out of here. Joey, you got any plugs? Good job, Ben. Uh, James Blackman stinks. As always. Davis, you got any plugs? Uh, hey, man, you know what? Now that hey, I'm in safety, don't burn your house down. Please, please do the right things. Don't burn your house down. <clears throat> Looking forward to your wedding in like a year. That'll be fun. Um, San Diego. Oh, yeah, in California. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Joey's going to be, I already know, Joey's going to be the last minute um, uh, minister. Step in officiant. Yep, yep. That's All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this episode will rerun in like a few hours when YouTube processes it, so it'll be up. But we were live. We had people in the chat. It was a fun It was a fun show. Dave, thanks for coming on. You can catch us at College Football Extravaganza on, um, on YouTube, on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network, and at CFB Extravaganza on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. What are you smiling at, Joey? No. Shut up. Oh, okay. So, Bong hits from Cthulhu watching on Twitch. Uh, okay, of course you'd be watching on Twitch because you're a nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> jump in, all these people jumping in the last minute. Could have watched the whole show. Go check the whole show out on on, uh, on YouTube and leave us a like or leave us a dislike. It all helps with the algorithm. Doesn't even matter. All right. Adios, guys.